Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode, part two of the Trending Podcast. With me today, I have some distinguished guests that I'm going to talk about and introduce them shortly. Um, this episode is more about continuation of episode two, part two of women's rights. With me today, I have the opportunity and the privilege to interview my wife, Melissa Chukujeku. Ladies and gentlemen, give it a round of applause. Hi. Hello, everyone. And I also have her best friend, Marisol. She's in the building, and we're going to just dive in and talk about women's rights and why this is important. Um, perhaps some of the things that I said in episode two, um, the ladies will have the opportunity to kind of rebut that and, and share their own viewpoints on how they feel about these topics. Uh, and, and again, I want you all to keep a hope in mind. Uh, that's the whole point of this show. As you guys know, the Trending Podcast started really to kind of share viewpoints on politics, education, tech, uh, as well as fashion, travel, uh, and health and well-being, really. Uh, and, and sharing unbiased viewpoints. Basically, we want to basically have everyone's opinion uh, on, on this show. With that said, uh, I, I have the opportunity to interview Melissa and Marissa today. Funny that we have MMC. <laughs> right? Funny. Okay. Melissa, do you have anything to say before we even jump in? I just want to say thank you for having me. Um, I know I've been watching you working really hard on this uh, new adventure of yours, so it's pretty exciting uh, to be on here with it's you. It's an honor to have you here with me. Marisol? Thank you for having me. Awesome. Well, I'm going to take a shot to that, y'all. Shot. Salute. Cheers, cheers. Salute. Salute. So, on the last episode, which is episode two, I talked about why it's important to, obviously, one of the main topics was abortion. And one of the things that I said on that show was basically, abortion is a moral choice, and it's not criminal. Melissa, how do you feel about that? Talk about your viewpoints on that. So when I heard your, you know, story, um, it was very inspiring. First, I would like to say that because, um, you know, your mom raised three kids on her own and um, it's not easy as a mom, even though, you know, we're married and we're raising a beautiful daughter together. But um, it's hard whether you're married or a single parent. It's very hard. Um, so I admire your mom for that. Um, but like you did mention that, you know, women having abortions, that it's a moral thing. Um, that I would, it kind of, um, it made me feel a little bit upset for you, you know, to say it's a moral thing because I don't believe that it's based on morals. Um, it's more based on a woman's choice. Um, whether she wants to get an abortion or not, I don't think it has anything to do with her morals. Um, okay. It's a choice. Okay. okay. I appreciate you saying that. And, and I think that uh, one of the things that we do on this show is we have an open mind. Uh, the goal of this show is to share different viewpoints, uh, regardless of whether we agree with them or not. Mm -hmm. We want to give the facts. And we want everyone to be able to draw their own conclusions by doing their own research. Mm -hmm. But but talk more about, 
you didn't mention something key that I think I want to key on is upset. What triggered that? I think it triggered because, you know, there's women out there that, you know, are having abortions for any type of reason, you know. Um, and for me, it was more like we're judging these women that they have no morals. That's how I took it, that they don't have morals. That's why they're mm. having it. That's why they're choosing to have an abortion. But mm. it's not fair to say that. That's not a fact. Mm. Yes, um, um, I do like agree with that because I don't feel that, you know, at one point choosing for yourself, you know, to better your own future, to be more established in life, that that basically defines your morals. I don't feel that just by making that choice, you know, for what's best for you at that time, and even if you did have that child, what would be best for your child if you're not in the best place to have that child at that time? I don't understand how making that choice would basically be based on just your morals alone. Like, that would make you a bad person for choosing to be more established in life, to try to give your child the best life that you could, if you did want to have children. And, and I appreciate you saying that, Marius, and, and Melissa as well. But I'm struggling with, as humans, right, we are our principles. And, and I know everyone has what's good and what's bad and, and where you draw the line. Where's the moral line? I don't feel that abortion should be a moral issue. It should be a human rights issue. Which I did allude to in terms of women rights is human rights. Abortion, on the other hand, personally, I'm not going to play a saint. There are moments in my life where I may or may have not contemplated about that with partner. But at the same time, I have the opportunity to be on this show with my wife. And I think what's important is pointing on what you think mm -hmm. about what's moral and what's not moral. So for you, when you say... And Marisol made a great point is it's what's going on in the moment, right? Mm -hmm. But would you also justify that? Let's give an example. Let's say you committed a crime, for example. At what point do you draw that line and say, this is a moral ground that I would not cross, regardless of what the situation is? Where do you draw that line? I'm just trying to understand the line between mm -hmm. what's more and what's not. But then who is to judge? Who is to say that that is morally wrong? Hmm. You know, who? It's not a fact. Yeah, morals, I believe, you know, they're set by every individual. So everyone's going to have their different beliefs as to, you know, what I believe is morally correct to what you are. Yeah. Everyone is going to have a different thought on that. And when, I, and when I think of morals, it's like, you know, you're going to go to a grocery store, you're going to buy your stuff, and then you decide to take something, you're stealing something. Like, that to me is like, you know, how you're raised at home and, like, what your guys' morals are. And you steal a candy bar and, like, oh, my God, like, that's so bad. It's morally wrong. Like, we're not supposed to steal, but... And then we're comparing it to having an abortion, oh, that's morally wrong. Like, that person had an abortion. Like, she must have no morals. But how does that 
I mean, I just don't understand how that makes a person have bad morals. So, Chuck, can you explain a little bit more about why you feel if someone, if a woman was to have an abortion, why would you, or I guess, um, what kind of morals do you feel that she would have if she did that? Personally, I said in the first, in the second episode, part one, I said, it's not my place. Would it ever be my place to to talk about this kind of topic? Mm. So I'm, I'm privileged to have you on the show. But what's what I'm struggling with, and and I, I know I addressed your question. What I'm struggling with is where's that line? That's one. Mm-hmm. B. What I'm also trying to understand is we have people right that are using abortion as a recreational activity. I mean, I think we can agree on that. That there there are women out there that are actively doing abortion right just because it's there like hey, so I do didn't... you think they're using it as a contraceptive no not a contraceptive yeah as a contraceptive thank you thank okay, you cause... but 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 there is a real contraceptive too that you can there use is. Yeah. there's plenty of contraceptives out there right plenty and some people choose to have them some people choose not to take certain so ones sometimes maybe, they fail maybe in that situation i mean we need to address sex education more in schools because mm-hmm. they don't really do that now in schools mm-hmm. it's very brief and they don't really talk about how it can actually affect your life anything mm-hmm. like that they just go over the gist of it mm-hmm. and maybe if we had a better understanding even as especially as like teenagers you know yeah. when you're entering puberty your hormones all know. over the place you don't know anything about that and that's what you're going to be re- that's know, true to. Because, and also culturally, like, I know in some cultures, especially you Mexican culture, you're not allowed to talk about it. You're, God forbid you bring up something like that. It's very disrespectful. But at the end of the day, if you're not talking to your kids about contraceptives or, you know, educating them, then they don't know, right? So it all has, it has to do a lot with culture, too. Um, you know, there's teen girls out there that are they don't know. And so we don't know what's going on at home. And that's, I feel like that's a separate topic. But I do know growing up, like, we were not supposed to talk about that. And we learned it in school, but school gives you, like, that much information, right. very small. Right. And it's kind of up to you to kind of just learn, learn as you go. Yeah. As you go. Right. But I think if you look at the American society, there's this thing about individual. It's always been individual figuring that out. You want to be a lawyer, you want to be a doctor, you want to be an astronaut. It's the individual, right? Mm-hmm. So we can't, I don't think it's fair to blame a failure of a teenager or teenage girl mm-hmm. on the system. But it's not only teenage girls, it's teenage boys as well. It's yeah basically you know our children we need to show them better we need to let them know what the consequences could be for this action that they're taking and if they're not going to do it at home if parents are not going to do it at home because we don't know every culture is different they like you said they might not talk about it because it's a taboo but i mean you know in the government like everybody is so like educating people all about this like why not fund this like i mean if they want to be involved in our decision making as women why not show children, you know, this is what could happen. This is what happens 
these are the actions you can take to keep it from happening. Um, all of that. Okay. For the record, I don't want to assume y'all vote or not support abortion. Um, I am pro-choice. Okay. Pro-choice. Pro-choice. What does that mean? I feel that women should have the right to make their own choice. To choose to kill? Okay. Yeah. I don't feel that it is killing a child. Okay. I feel that in a way you could be saving that child from what if you had that child and you're a drug addict? What kind of life are they going to have? Mm -hmm. I mean, if they end up in the foster care system, the foster care system is not great. <laughs> Even here in California, like there's been so many overlooks, like you don't know how that can affect your child. Most women that have abortion, yeah, there there's a few that, like you said, can use it as contraception. But most are making a choice, not only to, you know, better themselves, to they're smart enough to know that, you know, the situation that I'm in is not the best for a child. I'm not gonna go through with this. I, you know, you don't know what kind of life they can have. And that's not to say that, like you said, your mother, she raised her children all on her own. Any woman could do that. They can. And I feel that is definitely possible. But there are exceptions to that. Hmm. You know, not all women are strong enough to do that hmm. on their own. Mm -hmm. And there could be a lot of other things going on. It could be monetary. Um, let's say they're trying to go to school. Like, I don't feel it's right for a woman to have to basically say, I'm killing a child because I want to advance in life. I want to have a career. Mm -hmm. All that. Yeah, I just feel like it's, you know, it's a choice. You know what I'm saying? And I like the phrase, like, you, you see it everywhere out there, it's my body, my choice. And as a mother, I can tell you that having a child is drastically it changes you. It changes you from the moment that, you know, you have that baby. Nobody tells you what happens to your body mentally, physically. Nobody tells you. It's one of the hardest things. Hmm. And we're all different, but I can tell you, like I'm telling you my experience, that till this day I have major anxiety. Like, did she eat? Did she not? It's all these things that we worry about. It's not like I'm just having these kids just to have them mm. and that's it. And so for someone to really sit there and think about, am I ready for this? Because I'm not going to just be a mom tomorrow. It's forever. And, and, and you brought up a great point. And, and being the father of that child, mm -hmm. I know firsthand the things that you've gone through. In fact, I struggled understanding some of the things that you were going through in the first place uh, because it was new for me, obviously being a first-time father and seeing those things and trying to understand them. And it, it was a struggle. Um, but going back and looking at them, I can tell you that I do agree with you. It was it's, it's, it's difficult, uh, even if it's just one to raise a child. But at the same time, uh, we can argue that you have a choice in, in whether you 
want to go in that process in the first place, right? Mm -hmm. So like, you need to have sex to have a baby to, to get pregnant. Mm -hmm. Perhaps if you know that you're going to kill a child, and I'm saying that because that's mm -hmm. sort of the scientific definition, scientifically, conception, life happens the moment there is a fatal, a fatus, and I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing yeah, it wrong, my accent, but life happens there. Mm -hmm. So can we argue that if you know that you do not want to go through that process, why are you having sex in the first place? I mean, I don't think, <laughs> I, mean, that's I don't think, nature, I like, mean, yeah, like, I'm not going to, and accidents happen. Accidents happen, heat at the moment, like, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there having sex, and it's the heat at the moment, you're not wearing a condom, um, you're not on be, contraceptive, it happens, but. It could but, be a lot of things, I oh, mean, it yeah. could be women out there in abusive relationships. You know, and that's their abuser's way to keep control of them. It could be rape. It could be a, an accident. It could be, yeah, you counted your days off wrong for your contraception. You know, it's so many different things. But it, I don't feel that it's right for all this blame to fall on women just because, yeah. you know, we have the choice. Well, I mean, they're trying to take away our choice to, you know, go through with the pregnancy or not. And like I had my son when I was young. I was 19 when I had my son. And like I didn't choose to go through an abortion, but I still feel that it's a woman's choice. Why, I, Why did you choose to have him? Because I was afraid to be, I mean, all this culture that was ingrained in me, like, you know, it's wrong to do this. And I was afraid. I didn't really think about it too much, like how it was going to affect my future and all of that. And it did. Like, I feel like I love my son. I love him so much. But I feel like I could have gotten ahead of life a lot more had I chosen to get an abortion. I wasn't, you know, right mentally. Hmm. I wasn't, I don't feel I was mature at 19. Hmm. I don't. And you and think about it now, and you're like 19, like that's that's young. I I see a 19 year old, and I'm thinking, oh, they're little kids. Yeah. You know, even at my age, I still feel, you know, I'm not that wise. Yeah. You know, so if you think about a kid having a kid, especially like, you know, a lot of the abortions are happening with teenagers, and I personally wouldn't have my child have a child of their own. For making a mistake it could be one time you know and because you made a mistake that one time it's gonna affect the rest of your future not only mm. yourself but also you know that partner your parents everything mm -hmm. so it's a lot more than just thinking selfishly you know you're only thinking about yourself it's not just that I appreciate sure you saying that. Go ahead. And I just feel like, why is it that, like, we have to, like, explain ourselves with all these different scenarios hmm. to justify it? To justify it. That's what I, like, why? 
Why do you think we have to do that? Because even like <laughs> I read this thing online where it was like um, my husband said how he was going to go out with the boys and how she, the, the wife calls him and he doesn't pick up. And then five hours later, he's like, I'm on my way home. And it's like, fine. But the mom goes out and it's like a hundred questions like, what do I do with this? Or what time are you coming home? Like all these things. Like, why does why does that fall on us? Like, why? Because. I, I like, it's just like a double standard thing. And it's like, why do we have to keep like doing this at this time, like century that we're explaining ourselves of why it's okay for us to have this choice? Why? Like my body, my choice. Why? I think um, you made a good point, Mark, so, and, and Melissa as well. I think one of the things you've raised is your son and, and thank you for talking about it on the show. Uh, by the way, that's exclusive, so you, you never hear it anywhere else, only on the Trainer Podcast. That's legit. But thank you for sharing that. Um, but I'm saying that because you said something very touching, and one of the things you said there was that you could have gone ahead and lied. It's cool to shoot her. We don't know, right? Mm -hmm. And you should stay where you are right now, and life is not where you were supposed to be, right? We don't know. But well, we saved it for another day. But I like that you said that. And I'm glad you chose to keep your son. And he made you happy. You have him in your life right now. Um, and, and if you're listening, son, your mother loves you. Uh, but I'm going to shift over to you for a second, yeah. if you don't mind. When you say heat of the moment, I'll tell you one thing that I think about that. It's still a choice. You, there was a lot of things happen to get to the heat of the moment, mm -hmm. whether it is going to a club, going to the bar, whatever it's going on. It's a, everybody has a choice. Like you said, you mm -hmm. said personal choice, personal choice. So I think if you end up going through that heat of the moment and whatever that is, and that heat of the moment becomes a child, and you chose to take that child's life, mm -hmm. it's safe to say you're a selfish person. I mean, I'm just I mean, assuming. I disagree. Okay. I disagree. Okay. Um, like I said, here we go, having to, like, justify my choices. It, it all goes back to that. Like, why do I have to explain myself, like, just to get justification about all this? And then you brought up how, you know, her son made her really happy. But yet, if she would have gotten an abortion, I don't think she would be sad and, like, that's it. My life is over. Hmm. Like, cause you did mention that in your, in your, um, the episode, the one episode, episode two, that, part, part you know, one. if yeah. that makes you happy, right? like, I don't think people are out there. Like I'm happy. Like I'm getting an abortion. Hmm. Like, hmm. no, I don't think that's what's happening. Like, hmm. I don't think that happiness has anything to do with getting an abortion. Hmm. It's a choice. I think even women that are out there having abortions, um, have a lot of healing to do. It's not hmm. just like, you know, let's do this. I'm back. Like, let me. Yeah, you're not you gonna know. just go on. Like, you know. Well, some women can. You know. Yeah, but we don't it, know. It, but everyone's different. Yeah. But it it doesn't mean that. Oh, you know, I'm jumping for joy now that I I had an abortion just because you have a sense of relief. Yeah. Because you can go on with your life as you normally would doesn't mean that you're ecstatic. I appreciate it's that. It's not okay. For someone to say if it makes you happy. Hmm. I appreciate that clarification. And I, and I hope that you see this show as a vessel 
for sharing different opinions. There's a lot of people that's going to disagree with what you guys are saying here today. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people who disagree with what I said, including you guys, yeah. uh, you ladies. But what I'm happy is that we're able to sit across the table and have this conversation. I'm so happy that you, your show to come into a show and talk to me. Uh, more importantly, my wife, having been here on the show with me, I think it's significant. Um, and I'm going to leave maybe one or two things, just one more thought that you guys would like to share with the young girls that are growing up today that are out there. Um, I guess I would say um, I don't feel that it's the government's place to tell us how we should think, how we should feel. Um, and what we should be doing with our own bodies. If they're extending it to us at this point, why aren't they doing it with other things? It feels like they're almost taking it out on just specifically women, when it's more than women that are involved in this happening, you know? Um, But I would definitely say for all the young girls out there, you know, use contraceptives. I mean, you know, try to make the right choices, but I know that's not always possible. Things happen, and I don't feel that it's right to receive judgment for making these choices to move on with your life. Um, I think the future is female. Um, I think that women, we're very confident now. Um, I look back and I think of, like, being in school, reading about in the history books when women were allowed to vote, I feel like, you know, all these important women, you know, the astronauts, and I'm sorry I can't, like, name all of them from the top of my head, but we've done so much progress, and I feel like this is just a hiccup, like a hiccup on the road. Hmm. Um, So I just want to encourage women to not feel that they can't um, educate themselves, they can't fight for their rights, I think this should empower them to be more educated. Go out there, educate yourself. Um, Because I said, growing up, culturally, there was a lot of things that I wish my mom would have talked to me about. Hmm. Um, But I do feel that women, young women out there, um, we're not going to let this be a type of fear. Um, And not to be scared. Because this is just a hiccup on the road. And I think that we need to remain strong, vigilant, united. and united, yes. And it's going to get better. Um, we just have to be more vocal. Absolutely. Thank you so much, ladies. Uh, it's been a privilege of my life to be here, to have this show with you guys and, and talk about this. Um, it sounds so little that you have no idea what you've done to millions of people out there that will have access to this show and listen to this podcast or watch this podcast. I'm grateful. It's an honor of my life. Um, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much for being on this show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a trending podcast. Um, we have Melissa Chukujeku and we have Marisol. Marisol, you want to? Marisol Gonzalez. Marisol Gonzalez. <laughs> Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Peace out. Thank See you. See you soon.